from the Fan Appreciation Podcast. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I found it keeps me cool. I appreciate it. Very nice. My only fan keeps me appreciated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, raise your voice. Knee fetish. Didn't are you, are you not appreciating it? Or I don't know. Victorian uh, well, fans are very for, for $7.99 a month, you can find out. <laughs> Wait, $7.99? I'm paying more than that. Um, what? I appreciate my fan for all the white noise. It's lovely. Who needs one of those rainforest machines? Not me. All I can think of is this comic that I saw about uh, it's like uh, something uh, I, I'm having trouble falling asleep. It's like, have you tried white noise? And then it shows that person laying in bed with a bunch of people standing around. It's like, this bread is too spicy. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> It was, I, I, as soon as now anyone says white noise, that oh my god, that's amazing! In my head, if I find it, I'll put it in the show. <laughs> yes, please do. It's delightful. Yeah. Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's momentous episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Uh, the podcast that does love a good pitch invasion, especially one in which none of us will get into any trouble for participating in because we didn't. Um, on this week's show, we look back at a playoff-winning Toronto team. That's right. Mm. Um, I, you will find out. Um, men's I national teams. Ooh. Oh, I thought you said who? No, I said ooh. <laughs> I said who earns. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the men's national teams' adventures in Europe. Uh, revisit the Seba question for the gazillionth time. Look ahead to this week's matches and more. Appearing in no less than three hundred and eleven episodes please welcome to duncan fletcher uh i would like to have it on the record that i have not officially retired and if you know if tfc wants to come i would happily come play for them as well mm. i'm just waiting for that call mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> having been here for approximately 391 episodes please welcome to mark hinkley Thanks. I could hardly remember the ones that I missed, mostly because sometimes it was hard for them to get done if I wasn't here. Because <laughs> I had the equipment. We are nothing without you, Mark. Sorry. Literally, we are nothing without you. I'm just happy that you haven't missed any weeks at all in like the last two years or so since we uh, <laughs> switched over to this remote thing. Yeah. I could give you guys the account of the Zoom. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. No, 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 that's so much trouble. Next week is Wait, you're on, you're on vacation for three weeks? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> They're on vacation uh... too, then. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up for all right. Here comes, a, here comes a gag that's telegraphed about uh, you know 247 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, too much. 237 uh, episodes. Hey, anyways, it's please quantity, say hello to not, Tony Walsh. It's quantity, not quality. Wait, oh, yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah, hey, uh, I've been, I, I have a great remote record. It's true, yeah. It's because so I basically appreciate, you just because hate I appreciate, us and don't like being in an actual room with us is what you're saying. Well, us is a big word. Oh, thanks. At least you're being <laughs> honest about it now. Uh, as for me, 
similar to Mark, but actually probably less than Mark. I'm going to peg myself in at like 290, uh, 397. No, no, no. He was at 391. No, 387. There we go. Because I figure I've probably actually been here for fewer episodes than Mark. Um, But then you have to double yours for all the other shows you're on. Oh, good point. Good point. All right. So all of the episodes plus. Uh, (laughs) I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Uh, Let's get to this week's show. All right. Well, we are going to look back at what's been happening first. And we would be remiss if we did not start off with the triumphant Baby Reds. That's right. TFC2 won their match on Saturday. They are Eastern Conference final bound. Very exciting. Um, And it was a fun match. There was uh, the first half was better than the second half. But, you know, there was a a nice crowd. uh, Lower Eastern stand. You know, nice, of, like they were pleasant most of them were well behaved and pleasant yes it's true mm. enjoyed good positive L- vibes lots, lots of collegial handshakes indeed friendly slaps on the back that sort of thing congenial yeah. nods um but you know yeah it was it was a decent crowd um and you got to see no nudity, then. okay All right. so no sorry nice and decent okay we exactly. made the right keep, keep we made the right decision not to yes. go <laughs> how, how else was the crowd kristen <laughs> i'm gonna try and talk about the game now nice um, I, like my, I like my crowds mean and filthy okay. <laughs> yes. um, full of swears and innuendo That's yes i want got to spend some time with friends of the show mr mike newell and mr jeffrey p nesker uh, as well as the lovely Annie Hart. Um, but uh, no, the more important thing was She's watching the match. I say she is. Um, is that... You, you literally just didn't. <laughs> it. Oh, I, it was intimated. Come on. Mm, Mike and Jeffrey are friends of the show. Annie Hart, just, was, was it lovely, you said, I think? Yeah. She kind is lovely. Is, that's, that's accurate, though. Mm. Anyway... The match itself, what, uh, other than the fact that TFC 2 won, which was lovely, and on the strength of a uh, very early goal um, by the senior team's latest striker, who knows what he'll ever get uh, any senior minutes, uh, who we talked about last week, Hugo Mbongue. But um, what, was really, what was really apparent throughout the whole game um, was there's, you know, three or four players that – play for the young reds that are obviously the more talent they were they were the ones who were involved they were the ones that you were watching um constantly throughout the match and uh other than other than hugo who was really you know he is lovely to watch he was very involved always in good places always making himself available he had a couple you know chances go wanting uh one shot that was off the off the off the bar that was you know if it had gone in, it would have been spectacular, that sort of thing. Um, but Jordan Peruzza, which, you know, when he's been with the senior team this year, hasn't been, you know, he's been a little, meh, you know, nothing really special. It hasn't seemed so rightfully sort of send him down to the, to the younger squad to get some minutes and stuff. So he's in, he's one of those players that's in that really weird place where he's, really probably too good to be playing with the young team, but hasn't quite elevated his game enough to 
really break into the first team. So it's that really interesting. Um, Is TFC in- one and a half then? Yeah, basically. Um, but more than, you know, m- more than one person, you could hear them talking about, about him um, through the crowd. Uh, you know, other people who, you know, friends of Jeff's that were with us kept talking about him. Um so it was, it was, but it was, it was nice to see. It was nice to see how involved he was and how, you know, how much he elevated his game looks um, against everybody else. But, and this will make you guys happy. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock's son was fabulous. Um, very, very good match from him. Again, highly did involved. Use, did he use any nunchukas? Sadly, mm. no. Uh, the mm. refs were really cracking down on mm. uh, the additional use this match so um but yeah so he was (laughs) he was very much um very much uh one of the standout players uh throughout the the bulk of the match so no it was it was a really enjoyable game um we're going to talk about you know the the eastern conference final match coming up this weekend we'll do that towards the end of the show but the other thing that needs to be at least mentioned is the end of game pitch invasion which was as, so as you do because um, it was mostly it was next. mostly kids it was okay. mostly it, it was and it was great like we're we're in this we're in the stand and we're just like go go for it because it's all it's all it was you know well there was a few older folk that tried to get on or a couple of people but it was mostly really young kids who were just super excited um i i, I feel like a couple kids just I think one kid accidentally started it. Like had a player come over to like high five or something. I don't know. But suddenly more and more kids were out there and they're doing knee slides. And they're running around and cheering. And more can, we them, can we refer to them as schooligans? School, schooligans. <laughs> schooligans? Jesus, yeah. that's good. It's <laughs> quite was, was spectacular. This, like after the players had left, or while the players were still sort of milling about, and what? Oh you? no, the players were milling about. Oh no, this was they were yeah. celebrating with the players, and the players were like high fiving the kids. And, Security uh, didn't usher the the players off the field to protect to, them from to, these to protect them from the from the nine year olds. No, not really. <laughs> And then so so and security was letting it go right. They're just like oh whatever. And then finally, you know, you get the announcement. You know, would fans please. And it was it was all very calm and polite, but and you could see some of the players probably with kids that they knew, like lifting kids up over the boards. Kind That's of a thing. double standard in my books. It was very funny. Um, Security's got to do its job. <laughs> there be just rugby tackling all of those like nine year olds. Take them down. They deserve it. That's what they train for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nine-year-old pitch invaders turn into like you know adult pitch invaders one day they just think Mm -hmm. it's okay because they were never taught different (laughs) but anyway it was it was wrong with kids these days it was was pretty funny um and uh yeah it was just one of those one of those enjoyable things playing the pokemon invading pitches the youth of today (laughs) outrageous uh anyways congratulations to tfc2 on their on their victory um over the snakelets and uh yes uh little camp y'all just did nothing we, find, really... we didn't do any research to find out what baby snakes were all week did we 
Uh, no, I don't want no. to because then it ruins a perfectly good name. <laughs> okay, I think we need a better name for for uh, TFC two. By the way, like we don't oh, really yeah. like. Yeah, baby. Like what, like, what is a little red? Like, a, like a mild rat? They could be the mild rash. No. Why? It's a little red. They're the pinks. A little red. Yeah. Yeah. It could. The roses. Mm. The robins. The robins. Okay. Mark? Look! 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 Mark? That's that's not no. That's what the, okay. that's what the main team's called, but nobody ever embraced, which should have been because that's awesome. The Robinettes. Robinettes, yeah. The the Robin's eggs. Wait, aren't those blue? Those are blue. Okay, I don't know. All right, we well, need to continue workshopping this clearly. Yeah. Um anyway, so Campiel, um basically nothing changed over the weekend. Um the I guess the highlight would be that Ottawa kind of trounced Calgary uh in Calgary. Uh 3-1 win was delightful. Um when will Ottawa start being respectful to Alberta? Never. <laughs> Transfer this payment. Um, but highlighted by, if you have not seen the likely goal of the year by Blue Tabla, that was like the first goal. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, brilliant brilliant overhead goal um definitely go find the highlight highly recommend it um and with that win ottawa officially if they hadn't already it was ridiculous but they officially clinched a playoff spot for the first time in club history so congratulations to them um and uh who's that coach these days it's not mister anymore is it no no it's uh carlos gonzalez Right, right. Oh, that name's made up. It is not. <laughs> Doesn't even seem real. Um, but it's uh, it's very interesting seeing. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just funny. It's, it's not funny to see them continue to succeed. Um, but it's kind of funny in sort of uh, the rest of the league. Nobody took you seriously, and that includes me at the beginning of the season. I, I admit it. I didn't think. I think Duncan's the only one on the podcast that. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry, Tony. Was it only Tony? Rewind team to watch one person on this. Okay, panel. sorry. Apologies for for not for for getting it with you. Yeah, I, I think I was backing York as a potential. Oh, that's right, right that's right. You're backing York. Tony, Tony was definitely the lone voice in the wilderness, supporting uh, well, Ottawa. Well I'm, done, the far, I'm the Farley Mullet of well CPO. Done. The lone voice in the wilderness. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been great. So I, 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 I kind of chuckle when teams are like mystified when they're beaten by them because they have been quite, con- and especially the, this last month or so, they've been very consistent. Um, Hamilton, uh, Mark, what's your uh, team doing, man? Uh, no, <clears throat> not much. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks. Um, oh. Oh. Look, there. I don't know. I don't. I. The struggle is real. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to what to put. They've just. Yeah. It's not that they've gassed out. It's just that yep. they've like lacked creativity, imagination. Um, I don't know what it is. It's not like it's not like teams are getting up to play against them. They're just not getting up to play against teams. <laughs> Um, they they that, need to like sign some more players, you know, 
They need to um, be like, going out there and getting some talented players from other yeah. teams. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, they problem. just don't have exactly. I, they don't have they don't have a deep enough bench to to what's, really what's sustain specific, them. What specific guy that they can take? <laughs> oh, uh, give it time. Um, Kristen, name three players from Pacific you like. We'll move them closer. I refuse because they will be either Hamilton players or TFC players in a heartbeat. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I will I, on Wednesday. Ha! Huh. I, I can't. Um, I can't. Uh, I can't really place what's going on other than it just seems like there. There's the machine is stalling. Like they're still. They're still making. They're still controlling things. They're just not yep. they're doing just not... anything when they get to the last part. And I don't. I, I. I. can't quite figure out if it's. I think it's like a total midfield, like attacking midfielders and forwards problem, rather than it's like the whole team or just like a couple guys. Like opportunities are there, but they're just not material. Like they're not getting them in as often. And this is. I. I openly understand. And recognize that this um, is, you know, it's like it's like rich people claim crying about not being as rich as they were yesterday. They're still rich, okay? <laughs> this is exactly what it is. Oh, poor Hamilton! They're st- they're struggling in second place. Like I'm not going to cry about this. That's a dick move. Unless, of course, I'm trying to rile up somebody from Calgary. Then then I'm I'm totally gonna fucking do it. Um, oh come on, dick moves are Hamilton's thing. No, no, no. That is totes not our thing. Um, I, mean, but I, think it, I feel like Bobby's got to go at this point, surely. Shmoney out us. Shmoney out us. Jesus Christ. These are really good show titles, and I don't know what to pick. Um, oh, that's amazing. No, I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't place my finger on it, and I feel like. Um, not that they're running at a runway, but they're kind of running at a runway. There's, there's, they've still got at least three games. I think it's, I think it's just three games, but they're all at home, and um, like maybe they'll, maybe they'll resume form because they seem to be exceptionally mediocre when they're away from home. Um, and by exceptional mediocre, I mean it's a look. It's. I don't want to say everything's fine. It's clearly, it's not fine. It's not ideal. It's okay, but it's not ideal. It's not what anybody expects from them, but it's not a complete disaster because they're still in second. So. Right. And that's the thing. So the standings have not changed. Still, again. Ottawa, Hamilton, Calgary, Winnipeg, Victoria. We'll see what happens over the next few days. Who knows? But only Ottawa, currently only Ottawa, is confirmed into the postseason. So the other four teams, cage match. Um, and there's some and there's some tasty matchups coming up um, over the next uh, over the next little bit. Um, you've got uh, well this this Saturday actually um, the Hamilton versus York. Uh, just to see if Hamilton can actually beat a shitty team. Um, but Calgary versus Winnipeg on Sunday next week, uh, the reschedule of Pacific versus uh, Hamilton match, the Aquaman versus the Handies. That's next Wednesday. Um, and uh, yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some good stuff coming up. So 
Well, I'll be decided soon. Is Yorkie going to make a return for the, the Hamilton York match, Matt? <gasps> oh. Um I'm 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 not at liberty to decide. I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't I don't know. I, I I'm going to assume yes, and mostly because it's not going to be 45 fucking degrees outside. Good point. I don't know how the yeah, hell. Yeah, you know what? This like is when you want to be in the mascot, you, you know, thing. You, you'll be warm because those things are just like. Walked out of the stadium on his own accord. <laughs> I was concerned for his health, and he's fine. I've seen him at other games, so he did not suffer permanent damage from being in that stupid mask. And by stupid, well, I mean go. wearing it in the heat, not if that mask is genius, genius, it's fucking amazing. Uh, I kind of, I, I kind of want an orange version of that mask <laughs> and, and like, just then have a contest to what joke we're going to make it, name it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no, no, I can't, I cannot confirm or deny. Okay. Are you coming down for any games, Kristen? Uh, Wednesday. I don't know about Saturday yet. Maybe. Um, I will talk to a person about tickets. Yeah, yeah, we'll discuss. Okay. All right. Um, the Canadian men's national team has played a couple of friendlies over the last few days. Um, and they won one, they lost one. And, and that's, that's, that's it. Nothing else. No, just kidding. Uh, so they played against Qatar on Friday. Um, and not surprisingly, they they won. And if you've watched the match um, or even highlights of the match, it was pretty apparent. Qatar just between the two, just not very good. Now, they weren't like laughably bad, just clearly not as good. Um, and and yeah, sure, the scoreline was only two 0 but honestly. It wasn't for lack of trying by Canada. Canada should have had more goals in that match. Um, there was some lack of finishing and there was some surprisingly tenacious defending by uh, the Qatar squad. But overall, it was a pretty, it was a pretty, it was a relatively easy, easy win. Um, no injuries, always a great thing. Um, you know, got to switch out some of the, you know, the bigger players gets them, get them some rest. They didn't have to play the whole match. So that was good. I think really the only sort of controversial thing um, was Jonathan David's goal celebration, um, which, which, and it's, and it's interesting, however you sort of want to like take it or, or, or look at it um, was that after after he he scored, he did like a little running celebration thing. Looked at, but looked down at his jersey and he covered the Nike logo. And whether that's while wearing his Adidas gloves, as everyone was very quick to point out. So whether that's you know, I don't think it's ever mattered that he's an Adidas athlete apparently before. So whether this was like meant to be a not so subtle protest. Or, you know, shout out about the fact that they don't have new kits. But it was just, it was just one of those, it was just one of those things, right? It was kind of, it was kind of funny. It was like, oh, well, isn't this interesting? You know, just a little bit of pot stirring, just a touch, just a smidge. I mean, I, I would suggest, you know, we all hear the thing of, oh, it takes a long time. And, you know, these things are planned years in advance. I would suggest, you know, if I really wanted to go after the, the villains as to why they don't have a new kit. He should have been covering up his left. Uh, oh. the, uh, the CSA badge. There you go. Interesting. You 
I think those are the guys that clearly had no faith at all that this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, that's okay, Nick. You, you don't need to, no, don't worry about it. You'll be busy in 2022, it's fine. We'll take a new one in 2023, that'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so, mm. genius um, of Earl and whoever. The other highlight for that match is who scored the first goal, which was Kyle Laren, who continues to be a productive and good member of the squad, blah, blah, blah. No, it's, I'm, anyway, it's, you know what? I'm no longer upset when I see Kyle Darren on the pitch. Um, he has been consistent these last couple of years uh, for Herdman, for the squad. That was his 25th goal. Apparently it's, 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 it's a record. So mm. go Kyle Darren. Uh, Jonathan David, not too far behind him with his 22nd goal. They were the, they were the goal scorers. Um how many does D-Row have? I... That's what I can't remember. Um, I don't feel like they were talking about, oh, he's passed D-Rosario or he's tied him. So does D-Row have 23? Is, is that what's Maybe. Going can, you, can, you, can you look while we're uh, discussing? Can I look? Jesus, this sounds like work. Um, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there was, like I said, there was a couple other opportunities in that match. Um, Ike Ugbo had a sort of a, guilt-edged chance uh, late in the game, but um, it rebounded. And then uh, Miller, same thing, right off the right off the crossbar. So there was, again, there's some finishing issues, but 2-0. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently Dewar has 22, so David tied him. Oh, but, delightful. Yeah, didn't, didn't get much hype at all. But uh, yeah, so now if you look on the, like just the, the basic internet and everything, apparently, uh, like Ros's laptop searched via Microsoft Bing, so, you know, maybe this isn't legit, but uh, now Dero shows up in third place in the, uh, which is lovely. There you go. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that was, you know, again, that was a nice little warm up for them, but obviously the, 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 the match that everyone was looking to and, and is, was the true test out of the two um, was today's match uh, against Uruguay. Um, and, yeah, that didn't go quite as one might have planned. If you're a fan of the Canadian men's national team, if you're a fan of Uruguay, then it was great. Your, your team cruised to an easy 2-0 win and barely had to break a sweat. You know, allowed Canada tons of possession because it didn't matter if Canada had the ball because Uruguay was just like, oh, look, transition defense. <laughs> nice try. Um, it was an interesting thing to watch. There was, it wasn't a terrible game. Um, and I actually think um, this is one of those matches that, that are really important. Like it was, it, you know, you don't want to see your team lose, but it was very clear that, one Uruguay was the was the better side, and we all knew that going in. Um, but it was very interesting to see that when Uruguay wanted to just like turn it on, it, it was it was like nothing. It was effortless. And while Canada did some good things, um, and second half was better than the first half, a more focused attack. Also, Uruguay didn't have to do as much, but they were again they were happy to cede possession because they knew they could just take the ball away from them really much pretty much when they wanted to. Um, but they got some nice shots in uh, set pieces, still obviously an issue. Um, but again, it was finishing because there were some opportunities and there were some scuffed chances where, you know, 
you know, Laren didn't take a shot or Alfonso Davies was trying to do way too much, even while being one of the best players on the pitch. And he was, he was great to watch. Um, things got noticed. I, I noticed improvement when Hoylet got subbed on in the second half uh, for Richie Larea, who had been fine in the first half battling Luis Suarez. Um, sadly, no blood was drawn for those of you that were expecting it. Um, but you know, there was definite, there was definite moments where you're like, okay, maybe Canada can hang with Belgium for a few minutes at the World Cup. But really, it should be their other two, other two matches that they're looking for uh, in the in the first stage. Um, but again, nobody got hurt. So that's good. Um, oh, and someone needs to talk to Borian. Uh, Mark, you would have lost your goddamn mind. What? What? Ha- what? Ha- why? What? Uh, the roaming. Oh, oh dear God. Oh, the, the, yes. The, I heard. I had, oh, I had heard oh, about it. Oh, no. It was bad. I, 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 yeah, no. It's just not good. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Problematic. I'll, 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 t- I'll give him a shout and see what's okay, up. Okay. He wouldn't mind. I think, I think that would be good uh, in advance of the, of their next match before the world cup. Cause they have one last tune up match against Japan um, before the world cup proper, which again will be another good test, but this was, this was a, this was a good match in order to see what Canada still really needs to learn how to do. Um, I and, volunteer what they need to learn how to do is score the first goal. Yes. That definitely helped them against Qatar. And uh, yeah, once they actually conceded the first goal against Uruguay, it was like, okay, yeah. So yeah, oh dear, this isn't going well. Score the first goal and like, force Uruguay to have to come out you. You can maybe hit them on the break, that sort of thing. Could have been an entirely different game. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's the key. Come on, John Herman, think of your tactics. Score the first goal, it's simple. Well, in the like when you say that, like you talk about like you hit them on the break, like that was a couple times when Uruguay committed turnovers. You know, Canada were off to the races. Like that was when that was when they are dangerous. That was when they look dangerous. And you know, mm-hmm. things almost happened. You know, more than once. So, um, but if you watch the goals again, that was them easily, easily carving open. Uh, the, the the defense on the on the counter it was it was just like oh <laughs> that was that's what you do oh other teams don't watch this game kind of thing um but they're anyways they're far worse fates than to lose uh two nil to uruguay in a friendly uh leading up to the world cup as far as i'm concerned um it wasn't again not a match to write home about but it's not the end of the world either hope not I've got a whole dollar riding on this fucking tournament. I know you do. Um, probably the main thing, the the main takeaway for much of this match was, were the issues with one soccer. I know that'll shock everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> was everyone, if you didn't go searching for another stream through, you know, other means, um, you missed the first 16, 17 minutes of the match with just a, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Now, get it. Technical difficulties happen. But to me, where the failing lay was they didn't communicate at all via their socials. They didn't go back to, they didn't try to go back to the studio. They didn't even put out any tweets or anything saying, hey, we're really sorry. We're working on fixing this. It was just, 
a random tweet. Nothing was working. And then when they were back, oh, we're back. We're really sorry. And I was like, that's, that's not what you, that's not what you do. You, you, you tell people that even, even if, even if you, even if you're just like sitting around going, we can't do anything until someone else does something, you at least put something out there saying we're working on it. We know you're frustrated. We're sorry. You do something. So that was almost, that was more irritating. The fact that it was down. I feel like um, they could have just, you know, gone and just put a, a random camera on, or even just a, a random microphone on you know, Oliver Platt and Andy Petrillo. They were clearly there at the stadium. So, yeah, let's get these guys commentating, even if it has to be like, pretending like it's on radio. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really... entertained me. I think that would have been great. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> Two soccer had no problems. Right, no I know. Oh, the broadcast was beautiful. None, none, and it, I, I think to date it hasn't. I've oh. never, I've never seen two soccer lose the same level of quality. True. No. no. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Two soccer does what it says it's going to do. I, I've uh-huh. never been let down. Right now. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Never no, been it's... told this is happening, and then it didn't. Happens all the time with one soccer. Uh, soccer. Uh, it's too bad they clearly don't have the infrastructure or the talent. <laughs> or or their or let's be honest, their social media game sucks. Two soccer. Yeah. Fucking Two soccer. Oh, magical. Mwah. Chef's kiss right uh, there. That guy, friend, that guy, of my, that, friend of micronations. Yes. So so I have retweeted, I think. I think I retweeted. Not under contractual obligation. Yeah, no, two, two soccer superior. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible for how little they charge too. It really mm-hmm. is. It's a even bargain. With, like it really, you know. Even uranium level. Well, I mean. Well, the bundle. I didn't even. I forgot that you could bundle until I saw. Like that's. That's I mean, that's value. That's a value add right there. Only a rumor. I've yet to hear of anybody actually get sick. But it is, you know, good value. Gets glowing why, reviews, especially at that level. Why wouldn't you bundle? Who doesn't want a bag of hair? Exactly. Coming into winter, like, come on. It's perfect. All right. Well, let's move on to some things that, that, that we're talking about. And we are going to talk about Sebastian Javinko again. Ooh, I've heard of that guy. <laughs> so the other day... There was an announcement, you know, by Seba on Instagram and all over the Twitters that uh, he was going to be involved with or is involved with um, the Juventus Academy here in Toronto. I love that movie. The guy who makes the noises (laughs) with his mouth. Hilarious. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was like a a big deal. Lots of, again, lots of social media chatter about it. you know, he's joining his former team's academy and, you know, it's up in Vaughn, all these things. It's very exciting. What a, what a, what a, what a makes, you know, makes so much sense. What a, what an obvious partnership, his former, his other former side, he lives here. It was very excited. So he had posted all over his social media about it and was very excited to help them advance and, and, you know, develop and do these things. Right. And uh, well, suddenly 
Oh, Sebastian Javinko is retired. That's it. He's 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 doing this academy thing now. Clearly, he's not going to play anymore. So the apparently the Toronto Sun said breathlessly, um, Seba did not like that at all. It's hilarious. The smackdown. He was he was he was displeased. This article by the Toronto Sun is inaccurate regarding my retirement, as they did not speak to me, and I never said that I was retiring. In fact, I have always made my vision clear, which was continue playing soccer with a return to play for Toronto FC. <laughs> Seba, I've never seen a former player try so hard to get signed by his old club. Like, he's consistent about it. Like, I give the guy credit. He desperately wants to play for Toronto one last time. I'm not sure why. Well, he does. Um, My partnership with Juventus Academy Toronto is an investment and a position to oversee the player development. If Toronto FC would like my services as a player, I am more than happy to return. Thus continues the Sebastian Javinko saga. I'm sure that, you know, there's going to be a, like, a League One Ontario team up in, like, Vaughan, Woodbridge, I mean, there are a bunch of them. It's going to be at least one of them that would want them. Okay, look, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, Borge might have a new signing on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Kristen, you're really going to like this one. I mean, I thought the other ones were... What's your what what's your number, Chris? And what's your squad number? What's, what's 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 my squad number? Yeah, what do you wear? Oh God, I used to wear fifteen. Be quiet, okay. you two. Well, we will see. Uh, we'll see if somebody's wearing fifteen <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I wore fifteen and I wore twenty three for some weird reason. I don't know why. Anyway, um, what? but i just yeah right at least it's a prime number um but uh it's it just again it just the whole thing amuses me but it's like how quickly he was like i'm not retired but i like i am now i am now sort of i am now actually surprised that tfc haven't signed him to like a six month contract or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like just a, all right, fine. Seba here, have some money. Come play for us for whatever, for some goodwill. You can retire as a Toronto FC player, whatever. Like I'm just, but like, what do you think it's going to happen? Or is this just, it's just, is it too desperate now? I mean, okay. So what I, what I would love to know is what does he think he's going to get out of signing for them? Like monetarily, he went from making eight million dollars a year to making whatever the hell the Saudis were paying him a lot, and then to zero because he didn't play for anybody else. And if like does it, if he thinks he's going to get like that three million dollar contract or whatever they were offering him at the resign stage two years ago, however bloody long it was, um, that is. That is not even close to being on the table. <laughs> that that table has been replaced twice from IKEA. That's how long ago it is. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is like, so this the Seba take a non-DP contract? How badly does he want to play for them? How much? And then of course, there's how much room is there? Like, I don't I don't know what math he thinks exists in MLS, but it's limited. And I don't know if there's room for him. 
And then there's the whole, how many more forwards do we need? Because All that's not the, Have you seen how few goals we score? True, but that's over the course of an entire season. Like, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying, but like, how much does a player who hasn't played for two seasons, how much is his contract worth? And so like, like, I don't know. Does, do, do you offer him a performance-based contract? We've seen how that works in this, on this club um, where you'll get paid, you'll get paid for if, if you make seven appearances and then all of a sudden after appearance number six, you're just on the bench. So um, I don't <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what the workaround is. Would I love to see Seba back on the team? Absolutely. Yes. If nothing more than for hilarity, like we can't bring back the band, but we can bring back the lead singer, you know, that's okay. And we'll still call it the beat, you know, <laughs> um, the English beat, whatever. That's, that's Kristen knows that joke. more. I, I know exactly what you're doing. Yes. So like, I, I just, I want to know what, like, what is the, what is the going rate for Seba right this minute? And is it anywhere near cap space for that to happen? Cause I don't think it is like, he probably still thinks he's worth a million dollars a year. There might be teams in MLS. They'll pay it. Toronto isn't one of them. So, but I would love to see him back. If only just to see him retire here, mm-hmm. you know, like have a, have a complete. He was already well, like, he, li- like he lives here now. Right. Like he, it seems like he's moved back permanently. And I think his family never left. Yeah, I, mean, and I, like, imagine, but, I imagine he's got more than one home throughout the world, but he, he definitely has one here somewhere as well. Yeah, so he's so, the star of Juventus Academy. He must live here. Oh, <laughs> perhaps maybe Juventus I, Academy I, three. Seba's on patrol. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I would like to see him uh, in in that ambassador role. You know, let's let's Hi. kick deal Hi. out, give Seba the job. And, uh, you know, he can, you know, if and when they win, like, the Voyager's Cup or something in the future, he can go up and jump on the platform with them, like, like D-Row did and what have you. He could be that guy. You know, then we all get to see Seba. We don't have to see D-Row anymore. Win-win. <laughs> so you're just looking for a D-Row replacement system here is what you're looking for. You just want the next. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's, short, that's short-sighted. He's three apples high. How is he going to jump up on the stage? Mm. That's a good point. Stool. Stool. I'm going with stool. I was thinking you'd like piggyback or something. Ah, see, this is already labor intensive. D Row can <laughs> D can do it all by himself. As he did for a few seasons. <laughs> yep. I, I I would I like I know I know that's not how it works in pro sports, but I there's a part of me wishes that it would just be like a uh like Toronto FC would just outright say, no, we are never signing you again. Like maybe in a not so mean way, but like, I, I it's want, me, I you. want this. What's that? It's not me. It's you. Yeah. Kind of, well, not even, it's not me. It's you. It's like, it's like, uh, no, we like th- this can't happen. You know, like it just, it just can't happen. Like there's, even if they just said there's no cap space, there's no, we can't afford to give up an international spot. It, it, block him on block him on social media. 
Some of their MLS team probably has him on their discovery list. That's so. cool. I'm fucking MLS. But like, but, but I just kind of want this to be a shit or get off the pot thing, but it's not up to Saba. It's actually up to Toronto. So I would, I want, I would like to see Toronto kind of without, be decisive one under, way or another. Yeah, like just even with it, with under no prompting, like one, it could be one tweet, it could be one graphic that that's you know air quote signed by Bill Manning, where he doesn't even have to mention Saba. It's just like there's no room for international spots. We have these players locked for the next three seasons, whatever. Like whatever you know conjecture you say, like. But just make it clear, like, there is no room for him here now. And we're not expecting there to be room here tomorrow or next month. Because I, 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 like I would like to see him play again. I'd rather him see in Toronto. Hamilton's nice. But I want to see him play. And if it's not here, then I want to see him play somewhere else. Mostly because I want to see if he still has it. Fair. Yeah, I'm on. I'm I, I'm I'm on board with that. Um, yeah, well, you know, I I don't yeah I don't know. I, I keep saying I keep saying it's never going to happen, and they sort of make noises like it's probably not going to happen. But then you know, I sort of feel like suddenly out of nowhere they're just going to be like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. So, um, but again, I've never seen a former player so thirsty to join their old squad. It's hilarious. Um. So for that reason alone, I, I kind of want it to happen just 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 to just to just to see the the little boy joy on on Seba's face, you know, you know. He's an adult man. Is he? <laughs> Is he really Tony? Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I read. It. I've seen it on the internet. I assume so. Oh, okay. Because uh, I'm Wikipedia says he is. Oh, uh, well, right, never mind then. It says grown boy. Oh, okay. Fine. All right, well, moving on then to uh, CanPL stuff, but of a slightly different nature, the uh, PFA, the Players Football Association, which is the still unrecognized union for the CanPL players. Um, Marcel de Jong has stepped down as the president. And that's unfortunate because he's been the president for some time. However, um, family stuff, life, he's also no longer playing, which doesn't mean you don't have to be playing to be president, but maybe they want somebody a little more involved um, with the league currently. So I haven't seen an official announcement, but Drew Becky, who is heavily involved with the union um, and seemingly in the know, uh, did tweet out that Marco Carducci, who was the VP, vice president of the union, has taken over as president. And, and that's, a, that's a great choice. Um, hey, again, hey. the Carducci. Hey, oh, um, he's again very vocal, um, has been involved with the union pretty much from the beginning. Um, expect to see Becky more involved as time goes on as well. Uh, so a little changing of the guards, not necessarily a bad thing. Again, players that are currently on CanPL squads being, you know, the leaders and the faces of the union is not a bad thing, but. Thank you to Marcel Diong for being one of the guys that started the union. Like, you know, with him and uh, Asin Akajima Farron, like they're the guys that really, they spearheaded the whole thing. 
um, in that first year. So, you know, the players, once they finally get their union recognized, um, even without that, just for bringing, uh, you know, issues and stuff to the forefront, to the public eye and to the fans eye, like they, they owe them a debt of gratitude. So uh, shout out to Marcel Dion for all of his work with the union. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the whole being an active player helps. Um, and I imagine that even in its unofficial state, it would still be a lot of work. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's, you know, onward and upward, you know, and I don't mean that just as, you know, lip service and conjecture. I obviously no. do want to see this get done. And as long as it moves forward, then thank you for your service, sir. And, uh, we'll see you at the game. Yeah, there you go. All right. Perhaps the thing that I've kind of been the, almost the most looking forward to talking about, just because it's so ridiculous, yet so obvious and not ridiculous all at the same time, uh, is Latani Ibrahimovic. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right reaction. I know, I know, I know he's obnoxious. I know, but he's and I and I'm I'm concerned because I'm really looking forward to this movie because I read the Asterix comics when I was a kid. You know, obsessively, I used to fight with them with my classmates, and we used to like fight over getting them out of the library and all sorts of stuff. Um, he has a cameo in the new Asterix movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Duncan. I, I, I've got to say, I mean, this does just from, I mean, I also read Asterix comics and that sort of thing, definitely back in the day. And yeah, just the, just the basic look of Zlatan and his face and everything. And it's like, yeah, okay, I, I could actually see this. He, he kind of like fits in with that whole sort of Asterix and Obelisk aesthetic, yep. whether that's a good thing for him on a regular real life basis or not, who knows. Um, and you know, either way, still fuck off. Um, but it's a, I, I can actually kind of see this. It just makes sense. He would be in Asterix and Nobelix and what have you. But um, yeah, awful. Or, well, he's uh, no Stan, no Stan Collymore in Basic Instinct Two. <laughs> oh my God! I forgot. That's that's, that's horrific. That's truth. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm that's terrible. That, that, yeah. Um, I. Wow. Wow. Is, the most, is Vinnie Jones arguably the most prolific? Oh, uh, I was just going to say, actor? but we have to. We just have to give it to Vinnie Jones, right? Like yeah. just for this not quite seamless, but mostly seamless transition. Mm. I am delighted whenever he comes on the screen. I'm like yeah. Vinnie Jones in this, fucking yeah. right on. I'm. I'm does, settling in. Does he in. still do that? Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. I showed him in a couple of things ages ago, and he's still doing things. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, I feel like I feel like the last time I well, he's probably done work since then, but I, I feel like he did he did uh, he was on Mag- was it MacGyver or something like that? He did like a two or three episode arc on there. I'm like, of course he would, and then oh, no. of course he's fucking awesome in it. I hate how good he is at his at his acting. Like he's oh yeah he's he's oh yeah he's got like a he's got he's had like last season on uh, Law and Order he had like a eight episode arc. Um, really? Yeah. 
Good He's Lord. on Arrow, which I special, never really special got tackles into. Special unit. Yeah. Yes. Um, what else? He's got. He's got some stuff coming up though. Some. Oh, it looks like. Oh, it looks like might actually have a movie coming up because he does. He does a lot of TV, right? But then he does like some direct-to-video movie stuff too. Um, oh, I love. I. I. I'm delighted whenever he shows up in something. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Quinny Jones. It's my favorite footballer as actor ever. Apparently, Zin- apparently Zinedine Zidane was also in an Asterix film. Fuck off. Pardon me. Yeah. yeah. What? In the, uh, it says here, Zinedine Zidane made his acting debut in French fantasy comedy Asterix at the Olympic Games. At least Zidane's French. True. That is fascinating. Eric I had no idea. He's he's done some acting, hasn't he? He sure, yeah. He's he's a. I, I mean, you wouldn't say prolific, but you would say semi regular actor, Cantona. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. David Ginola used to do Head and Shoulders commercials. Yeah, but that <laughs> hair. But but come on. <laughs> would that mean why they, wouldn't they, they, you? I, I you know like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, guys. Who who else? Well, I mean, there's obviously all the people in uh, Escape, Escape to, Victory. to Victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I just, yeah, I, just, I see. I just, I honestly, without other than Vinnie Jones, I figured we were just going to talk about Escape to Victory, and and no, and so I'm, I'm actually very, I'm actually very pleased that that has not been the case. David Beckham was actually in Bend It Like Beckham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, true. It was that 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 moment. Wow, you could just really feel him emoting uh, on the Ben. You could feel him <laughs> bending. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's. Uh, didn't he appear in like a, a Guy Ritchie film recently? Like a yeah, King he did. Arthur he or something in, like he that. He was in something. Yeah. 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 Um. And then like some of them like do like do voice work and stuff like that, right? So that's you know I think uh, Griezmann did voice work. Someone else did. But Vinnie Jones is really he's the he's the pinnacle. Really, other players can only hope to achieve. I, I figure think. if you if you may if you end up making more money from your acting than you did, uh, you've you've, tra- you've transitioned. Well, you've at least re- yeah, career. you've gone to a, a new a, a separate level of footballing film star. Okay, and there was the uh, there was that Darlington player who appeared on like the, so you know that's that's somebody who would have definitely made more money from that than he did from his playing football. Is Love Island in Darlington? Wait, wasn't Jay, wasn't that Jamie Tart? What are you talking about now? <laughs> it was probably love island don't they all just do love island or and fuckboy island yeah there's a show called fuckboy island yep can you get a ferry boat between these islands? <laughs> I just, I just assume that it's all the same island. Is, is it like, is it like being in Greece and you just like go from island to island? Oh yeah, um, I, I summer around Fuckboy Island, but uh, you know, <laughs> my, my main, my, my main home is on Temptation Island. Uh, I don't know. There's, I just, I, I just feel like they all take place on islands, except for when they don't. Well, I don't, know. I don't know if they're except actually. When, on did you say except when they don't? I don't know. Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that I just assume that they're not actually on islands, that it's like a set. They're mm. like on a, they're just like on some random beach that is not remotely an island. I, don't I think, know. I think the bachelor is actually a peninsula. Ah, that makes sense. Mm. 
F Boy Island. Sorry, F Boy Island. Oh, it was oh F Boy Island. You made me swear by using no, no, this. No, no, no. It's well, that's that's their that's their cheeky, you know. There goes our um, readings. Oh, production oh. location. Oh, the Caymans. Oh, well then. Mm. Hilarious. Fuck Boy Island. It just makes me laugh every time I see it somewhere. Um, but yes, so uh, if you can get past Zlatan's involvement in the new Asterix movie, Vincent Cassell is in it though. So that's really all that matters because. Oh, well, that movie a, just took a dark turn. He's amazing. Well, yes, it did, but come on. I'm very excited. I, I really am actually quite excited by this movie. Um, I hope it's not terrible. Please don't let it be terrible. But the Zlatan and Asterix thing? Yeah, well, I'm going to just... <laughs> well, if we just ignore the Zlatan part. Um, yeah, this one, who's... I don't know, who's all in it? Oh yeah, but oh yeah, Zlatan of course is on like the first page of of the cast because of who he is. That's funny as hell. Anyway, comes out next year. There you go. Mm. <laughs> and oh, he was fuck the queen. <laughs> you for this movie. Maybe David um, Beckham will be in mine. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yes. It'll be exciting. Not just intruding, but he'll skip the line because exactly. he's regular folks. Oh, the outrage. Honestly, who does he think he is? A world leader? Uh -huh. White man. White man just doing whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not like David Beckham. Man of the people. Yes. Of all the... Anyway. Anyway. We're still right. recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Oh, okay. Just checking. It, yeah, we have to do the look ahead now. So we're going to look ahead to what's happening. Um, what's happening? So the we talked to, we mentioned and uh, they are taking on Argentina on the 6th and Morocco on the 10th. So magnificent. You know. hmm? I said magnificent. Yes, it's lovely. The one on the 10th, that would be a nice way to uh, while away your Thanksgiving Monday, you know, post turkey. Just sort of, or maybe during dinner. I don't know. I don't know what time it's on yet. Playing turkey as well as Morocco? Wow, on the same day? <laughs> it's a busy, busy time when you prepare for a World Cup, you know. Not enough doubleheaders um, in football. They should really take a page out of baseball's book. Anyways, both matches, both matches are in Spain. Um, so factoring in time changes, of course, from there. But it'll, it, it'll, again, it'll be good. It'll be good to, for them to play somebody different, uh, countries they don't normally play, that sort of thing. Um, and give, uh, you know, teams from different regions, you know, different styles of play, different places in the world, that sort of thing. So that'll be good. Um, and a, ch we'll and a chance for, for the media to just double down on Thanksgiving puns, no matter what the result. Exactly. 
so we'll talk a bit more next week when we hopefully have um, the date, uh, the times, so we know the dates and we know when they're playing. Uh, presumably these will again be available <laughs> if it's working on one soccer slash Fubo. Um, but uh, yeah, I think these are, this is a good opportunity, uh, something a little bit different for them in terms of preparation for the World Cup and gives uh, Bev Priestman a chance to continue to evaluate, um, you know, squad rotation heading into next year. Good chance to uh, also strike a psychological blow against Morocco to establish some, you know, sort of soccer superiority. Uh, ahead of the men's game. Uh, obviously, yeah. Get in their heads now. Yeah. The whole yeah. nation. Just yes. fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking crush them. Like six or seven nil or something. <laughs> That's just what This is what our women do. Imagine what our men are going to do. Yes. Ah. Yes, exactly. This is magnificent planning. I, well done. Good, good coordination between the two, the two squads. You know, they don't always seem to speak as one, but this is good. Obviously, there's been some, uh, some collaboration here. It's excellent. Duncan, you're our Spanish correspondent. When's Spanish Thanksgiving? Um, no say. See. Si. <laughs> yes. Nice. Collateral. Mm. All right. Um, Exciting match of the weekend. There's, there's, there's two teams. Goodness, it was like an American. I mean, you know, they're like Christopher Columbus and everything. So they've got to surely get on board with, hey, our guy went to America and things worked out. You know, it's, it's going to be tied into that somehow. That's why you're the Spanish correspondent. Yes. Yes. Coming up this weekend are not one, but two TFC related matches. Um, we're gonna talk about the exciting one first, which of course is TFC two in the Eastern Conference final versus the Columbus Apprentices. Boo. Boo. They're Boo. learning their trade. Yes, they're learning it a little too well. Um, this will be a difficult match for, uh, for the young Reds. So Columbus have been far and away the best team in the Eastern Conference for MLS Next. Um, they were they they clinched the top spot very easily. They've won their matches quite handily. Uh, they've just and they've been on a winning streak. Um, now, out of the last, you know they. They've only, they've only, the two teams have only met three times. Shocking because this is a brand new league. So, but over the course of the season, um, Columbus won the first two matches, you know, 2 1, 4 2. But the last time they met uh, in, 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 in July, nil nil draw. So that was good, you know, and, and that was sort of through the summer and into fall was when TSU two really started to, you know, be cohesive and, and have some good things. But again, Columbus has won their playoff matches um, and their recent matches with lots of goals. And, and, and part of that, part of that is due to uh, one very particular uh, young man um, that plays for Columbus. And uh, if you're, TFC fan and you may have you may you may have complained about this a few months ago when when this player got got signed and basically given to uh to uh 
Columbus, and that's uh, Jason Russell Rowe, um, who has. Well, I, I think they just said sure. You can, like, they don't I don't know. If, was it a loan? Do they just say? Did he just get signed by them? I actually can't remember. I think he's been loaned to them. Um, but he has been like lights out for them. Um, has he got? Was how many goals does that say? Was it twenty? Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-one. Better than goals. a goal a game. 21 Shit. goals. Um, That's on like 61 shots and like 32 shots on target. This is like freaking Jesus Jimenez levels of unsustainability, to be fair. He's on a hot somehow he's Somehow pass. he's been sustained. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh, he's been very, very good very very good for them um and um that's the that's that's basically it he is the one he is the anchor for their team um since uh joining uh from from tfc um so yeah oh he was yeah i was traded it looks like yeah um they gave tfc 50 grand in gam to get his mm. rights and signed him to a first team contract. Mm. So Bez right in the right in the cookie jar again, basically. That fifty um, grand in gum though, that, that's gonna turn into something great. Oh amazing. It's gonna be like like you've never seen. Um but yeah so that's um that, you know he's their he's their best player and he's doing very good things for them um i think did he get a brace in their last match i anyway he's just yeah he's very very good and they are um probably gonna they're probably gonna win on the weekend uh they're playing in columbus um and that will you know make a big difference as they've got a pretty good home record um and they're just they're just better than Toronto. Now again, it's it's football. Anything can happen. Like we 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 all know this. We've we've seen it happen time and again. But it is unlikely that Toronto wins this match on the weekend. Uh, like let's see. Wow. Oh yeah, uh, they 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 they're Beautiful eleven one and zero at home. I know. I'm so I'm so I'm so negative. But mm. um, they have the best defense in the league. They have a 40 goal differential. They're 11, one and 0 at home. Um, I, again, anything is possible, but I think it is very unlikely that Toronto win on the weekend against them. I would love to see it happen. It would be great. It would be a lovely story to see the Academy, not just being, you know, the Academy side, not just being successful, but being really successful. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. I just don't think it's likely. That's all. I'm, I'm trying to be realistic. I'm uh, just for the record. I I don't I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible that they, they can win this. But I I'm kind of already jumped jumped ahead, and it's uh, um, not realizing that uh, it, it it looks like that this is uh, yeah they can't. That was their last home game. I didn't realize that that the last week. Oh yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the other side, uh, uh, Tacoma Defiance and 
really what my favorite my favorite name in the entire fucking league is St. Louis City Two. <laughs> Not because at every there how like ninety percent of the league has a fucking number in their name anyway. It's because there is no St. Louis City One yet, and it's very <laughs> rare that the sequel comes out before the original. So it's a prequel. Thank you very much. It's a prequel. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't understand this. Uh, the the MLS team is actually the origin story. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is just a side story. If you obviously don't have Disney Plus, <laughs> it's the MLS multiverse. Oh, the MLS multiverse. <laughs> Jesus, that's a, that would be a very, very, very boring fucking universe. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I really yes. Uh, without question, um, the odds are heavily stacked against them. But uh, I, I don't think it's impossible. I, they'll probably they'll probably lose though. I, they will because that's a lot of firepower. That's a lot of the goal difference. I don't know yeah. uh, if if you guys have looked at the goal. I'm sure Kristen has because I just was. said it, but that's okay. But like, it's not even that they're at a plus forty. It's like nobody else is even like, remotely. <laughs> they're at a plus forty. Tacoma's at a plus thirty two, and then there's like a fucking fifteen goal drop off between the next team it's not like yeah. there's like it it's it's not like a, a a bell curve it's literally they are the outliers and everyone's <laughs> just fodder for them so like um uh you know like I, I i wish i i like legitimately wish you guys all the best it's not really a i just want them to have a good time yeah just and enjoy the experience i hope they all have fun mm, yeah. i hope they I really hope, like, I mean, they, they got, they got a draw with them earlier in the season. That's nice. Um, I'm sure that uh, the return match, uh, they got, oh, they, they lost two, one last time. Like, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not unlikely, but it's 40 goals difference, man. 40 goal difference. Jesus. It's it's definitely possible. Kristen's just too negative. It's true. It's true. I, I, I know you guys are tired of me always being the negative one on this show. And I, I apologize for that. Me. All right. Well, so let's do let's to, do players to watch and predictions. Then. Find out a way to uh, to, to get to Insigne into the uh, the TFC two team, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you can finally get some glory. I'm going to go with JT. <laughs> It's the best name. Yeah, it's it's like. it's it's only made better by the fact if you click on it. Um, his name's John Kamara. Now, Wait, what? Really? Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> things going on here. First off, of course it's a Kamara that he would go by. Say, of course it's a Kamara. It's always a Kamara. Um, I really do appreciate MLS Next Pros for, like the oh, the he's depth, height size. The depth, yeah, he is five three. He is diminutive AF. Um, but my favorite part is uh, uh, his preferred side of the pitch. Unknown. <laughs> Position detail. Dunno. Dunno. <laughs> like, thanks for even putting these fucking fields in the database. If you weren't going to put anything in them. Um, I, it, it really is like, it's, it's really like the... Fa- this feels like the facade of like a pop-up shop. You spent all the money on the fucking signage, but there's nothing inside the store. So, uh, but yeah, JT, who is naturally John Kamar, who got the number 10 for a guy who's had one start. It's really impressive. <laughs> really impressive. 
they must have thought he was going to be the shit before Mr. 21 goals showed up. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, I just found that whole thing too funny. JT, John Kamara. I am going to go with the uh, Cyrus Rolex. Uh, no, no, sorry. It, it, Ryan Telfer. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a name I almost forgot. To yeah. Be. Okay. How, how could you forget? I, I, how dare you? Mm. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Telfer was. I forgot that's where he was. Apparently. Yeah. Well, that, that, that dovetails nicely with my choice of Mo Farsi. Oh, yeah, yes. I just saw him there too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. As I was scrolling through their team, I was like, "Um, Bet? <laughs> you just, you just, just casually like snatching up players and stuff." Um, but yeah, he's had a he's had a he's had a decent season for them. Look at that assist column. It's it's you know, yeah, good for you. I don't know how you I don't know how you guys are all sleeping on TFC legend Josh Williams. <laughs> He is not there, is he? Holy shit. Go to the bottom of that list. Oh, my God. For those of you who are following along at home, we have (laughs) a roster on our page, which is like we all have it open, and that's what we're looking at. So when we reference to go to the bottom, it was the bottom of the Columbus uh, Apprentices list. And stop um, showing, stop showing how the sausage is made, Mark. Sorry, I, but we're, we're referencing visuals on we, an we audio all, format. I'm we so, all know all of. We all know all the players, like clearly. It's true. Go ask to, me, ask me to go name to one. the YouTube episode. You're not going to be able to see it there either. So just <laughs> Noah Fusion. Oh, it's Fusion. Never mind. I know. At first, I thought it was Fusion too. I was very excited. Then I was like, oh. Anyway, yeah, that's. uh there's some there's some good comedy and names in here. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, the one like there's that one play. He's just really hungry. That's uh, Ed Wolf. <laughs> Micheletto, I see a little Micheletto on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I guess you know he's this guy's he's only played five games and only played twenty eight minutes within this game. So I guess you know he's probably a future like captain of the team, but. Uh, What's his name there? Zion Scarlet. He's got to be the mm-hmm. eventually. Well, that's a name. I, I'm, I'm, digging, I'm digging Mr. Weekend himself, uh, Stephen Tufour. Ooh. I mean, it might be tougher <laughs> or tougher, but it's Tufour. So. That seems. And then and then Swary, I'm just assuming is Swary. So. Oh, well, naturally. He hasn't played yet, but he's, 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 just, he's just biding his time. Well, shit, fuck. Of course he hasn't. Hmm. <laughs> Oh God, he's a baby. He's eighteen. Jesus Lord. Yeah, there's... how does this surprise you, Kristen? That's what this team is. I know, I know, I know. Next, next, Kristen. Not now. Next. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. MLS predictions. Soon. Predictions for this likely loss for the Young Reds, except for Duncan, Two. who is the most positive person of all of us. Two 0 to Toronto. Woof. Yes. Gentlemen. I predict the introduction of the baby Trillium Cup. It's just, it's just a pot with some sprouts. Yeah, it's it's like a bulb. <laughs> um, two one for the mild rash. Oh, wow! Um, cinnamon hearts. How about that? Does that does that work for this team? Those are pretty red. They're small, but they're small. That's they're true. Spicy. 
They're small and they're spicy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Um, whew, I'm going to go. I'm going to go crazy. One all advance on penalties for, for the cinnamon hearts. All right. I, you're, I, I love you all, but uh, a hard fought, but two, one win for the I, apprentices. I was, I was really hoping you were like with that buildup. It was hard fought. Six nil loss. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard. That would be Kristen. Yeah, and obviously just you know pure plastic. I so I, I don't know either. I don't. I don't. I really don't. For four hundred episodes, like really, Jesus, just Jesus. We've been talking about Toronto C two for four hundred episodes. Yeah. That's right. Every every week we put in the work and this the effort. Primarily TFC two podcast. It is. And for me, and like I just, we, I just, I, I just, I'm just negative about them week in, week out. We've it's, had to wait so long for them to be in the playoffs. I know. And I can't even support them. I didn't go to the game or anything. I know. I know I'm the worst. Ugh. Why bother? I don't know. I don't know why you do. All right. Uh, Friday night. Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, TFC have their final home match of the season uh, versus the Miami Vice, uh, a.k.a. the return of the pause. Sweet release. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's fan appreciation night. Woo. Um, I, they just keep saying that with no details. I, I, I keep seeing tweets and stuff in emails and stuff. And it just says, Ooh, fan appreciation night. And I'm like, okay, what's the, what, what are you, uh, how are you appreciating the first us? 20,000 people through the gates. Oh, nice. Ooh. Wow. I hope it's so as good I'm... as Greek night was. Yeah. The players are going to just lie down on the pitch and in a way that they spell out. <laughs> um, but I, when, I mean, I'm Tony really Pepper, hard, Tony Pepperoni's out. Tony Pepperoni's gonna fly into the stadium on Bitchy the Hawk. That's uh, if, if that oh, doesn't happen, I don't I don't feel like 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 a, like a like a Falcor sized Bitchy the Hawk. Sure, because mm. like I I I but just I, a regular sized hawk. Tony Pepperoni can still handle that. Yeah, yeah. he's I, very I still nimble. Hear more about uh, some Tony's uh, sort of Greek night uh, tie-in idea. I, well, remember, I'm very sad. Do you remember back in the day when they had uh, those uh, very uh, <laughs> uh, poorly planned out like ethnic nights? And yes, Greek night yes. was Greek night was mostly famous for absolutely nothing happening except a Euro dance mix of you know I don't know the name of the traditional Greek song you know the Tarantella or whatever. Is it okay? I don't know something. Oh, yes. to be Greek. oh, very good. Very yeah. good. Good shout. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Who, what, what country was the accent night? That was... The Scottish night? Scottish night. Yeah. Yes. Was, yeah. Well, it was a Scottish accent competition. I don't know if it was... Oh, yeah, oh. no, but it was on a different night. You're right, because it was... Because of one of the sponsors was it on, or something. Was it, was, it the offensive. was it Scott's turf builder or something yes, stupid that like that? Right. Yes, and it was during halftime, but it wasn't. Oh my god, yeah, it was so bad. Okay. I thought you were going to say Scottish accent night was on Welsh night. I don't know. It was just <laughs> terrible. Like what? Like what do you? Like what do you mean? <laughs> Welsh night would be amazing. The, the hello competition. Hello. <laughs> 
well, Carl they, Robinson would come back just to judge that. Yeah. I don't I I'm I'm against any contest that Tony wins just by default. <laughs> You've been practicing for at least two hundred of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Total rare. Well, a Welsh, a Welsh I can't even probably. say Catherine Zeta-Jones properly without thinking of your voice. <laughs> Welsh hello Should probably ranks it. probably ranks just under Sieg, uh, Hawk Cause as most common audio on this program. That mm. is actually probably a factual mm. thing mm. <laughs> that would not surprise me at all. Um, Anyway, so we, we we need a slow motion loop uh, at the end of this episode of all you know our greatest like moments like things like that going by in slow. -mo. I will remember. You. <laughs> uh, are, are we are we dead? Are we are we calling it? No, we're not oh, dead. Oh wait, I thought this was the last one. No, <laughs> stop oh. doing that. I thought we we're going out on a on a medium. No. Oh. Season's not dude. We have a World Cup coming up. We have things to do, man. Come on. I just Come figured on. you'd cover that on one of your other shows. Well, probably, but probably. I, you know, I don't want to leave you guys alone. Um, so, but other other than yes, I, I like the if the players would spell out thank you, that would that would be that would be great. I would love that. But I was I'm just assuming that we're getting yet another new hat. It's like it's like the Stacy doll. <laughs> but what kind of new hat are we getting this year? A, a bald cap. <gasps> Finally, <laughs> with with Kia on there. Yes, like, with Kia on the back. Kia, Naturally, like Kia, Kia tattoo. Kia, yeah. <laughs> Kia tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, what kind of hats do they wear in Italy? Because that's the kind of hat we're getting. An Italian. Mm. Oh, I guess, good point. guess depends. Depends. What's what an Italian hat? Wearing. That's a good mm. question. That's what I was asking. What, what kind of hats do they wear in Italy? Probably I've never been to Italy. I'm, I'm 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 asking this of of Mr. Tony Walsh, who has been to Italy many times. Yeah, but dep it depends. I guess depends on where in Italy and your profession, maybe. Let's go with stylish in Milan. What do they wear in Milan, Tony? I would assume that would be some kind of like stylish men's kind of fedora-ish thing, wouldn't it be? Mm -hmm. I don't know. With but with the jaunty scarf, I don't know. It's fashion. Okay. Can we oh, know. Jim, James Grossi up? He'd know what kind of hat Italians were. Oh, he'd have a squared well, away. It looks example. like actually, it does look like they are fans of the flat cap. Um, the Coppola, apparently. Mm, okay. Mm. Francis Ford Hat. That's his name. Francis maybe, Ford maybe, Hat. Mr. Hat. Get, maybe we can Mr. get like a Pope Hat. That's oh, all there you go. Yes, please. Yes, A Pope Hat with TFC colors. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. and, and, instead of, yeah. and instead of, <laughs> instead of yet lighting off red fireworks, can we just have black smoke? Yeah. Yes. Well, every, every time smoke, every time smoke rises from the whatever the sign in the north stands, I'm just, I just assume we've elected a new. Pope. They've elected a new formation. <laughs> I hear, I hear, I hear. Kia makes an an amazing Pope mobile. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, a TFC branded Pope hat, please, please. Yeah. That would be delightful. Maybe, okay, maybe like like foam fingers, but making the classic Italian gesture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, all right. So um, matches at 7.30 on Friday night. Um, through their storied history, five whole matches, uh, Miami has basically beat up on Toronto. Um, they've won the last three 
encounters, including uh, that 2-1 win in August. Um, and, you know, Pozuelo out for revenge, I'm just assuming. And they are... They're currently in the last playoff position in the Eastern Conference. Um, so fighting for their playoff lives. Um, the, you know, the top three in the conference have been, have been, uh, have clinched, but uh, Pizza Rats, uh, Orlando, WKRP, and Miami Vice uh, are all still, you know, any one of them could drop out. Um, it's, 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 it's an eight-team mushy middle right now, although the T-terrorists and Charlotte are probably unlikely. Um, but anyway, they don't have a great road record, so that is in Toronto's favor. They're 3-10-3, and, and their goal differential is as bad as Toronto's. They, they, they suck at defending. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's potential there. Uh, however... They uh, they have won their last couple matches, but they were on a losing streak before that. So who knows? Really, the question is, is how many goals is Paws going to score? <laughs> and will the team be respectful and welcome him back? No, they shouldn't. Fuck that. Next year. They can welcome him next year. Thoughts? Why, why, do they, why do they have to disrespect him now? Mm. It's not like they're playing for anything. Well, oh, I guess I guess when Vanny was here, we were still technically playing for something. Mm, fair, fair. So then, That's expect true. expect to see um, uh, a moving video tribute to Pozuelo is what you're saying. Oh, I'm not saying you need that. No, fuck that <laughs> shit. It's not like he's you know Jesus Christ. No. Just put a put a D, put an old D row one on. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> right, Dunk. Yes. <laughs> Ready to go. Um, yeah. Uh, is I, I believe most of us are going to this match. Yes. For the first time in I don't know how yeah. long. And is is it scheduled to rain? Right. No, not the last time I looked. Let me look okay. right now, Duncan. All right, then. then yeah, Duncan, right. I will check regularly just for you. Um, Definitely cold and rainy. No, don't say that. Scrolling, scrolling. Raw high. Oh, beautiful and sunny. Not even a mention of rain. Zero. Good. Currently, zero probability of precipitation for Friday. Delightful. It's a night match. There'll be no sun. Well, still clear and not rainy. The sun will still be lingering before the match at, around kickoff. All right. Yeah, well, then, for this for this momentous occasion, um, player to watch. Then yes, you can say Pozuelo. It's fine. Well, if his video if his video is going to be on the screen, it'll have to be him. I know. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Harvey Neville. Oh. That sounds made up. Maybe Romeo Beckham. Who knows? Is Romeo Beckham available? Mm -hmm. He's listed on the squad there. So he's got, uh, let's see how many. Neville Neville? uh, Zero. He's got no appearances. It's Neville Neville's grandkid, I presume. Wow. Mm. 
They couldn't even call him Neville Neville the second. <laughs> I know. Outrageous. Breck Shea. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. He's so punchable. I'm going to go with um, uh, Bryce Duke. Um, uh, What a name. Yeah, because I I can't think of a more suburban white kid name. I mean, I could. The league's got a whole bunch of them. There's so many. It's true. This league is good for that. But oh, like, of course, also, of course, he's from he's from Casa Grande, Arizona. Of course, he is. Yes, so, Casa uh, Grande, big house. He, I had seen his picture and I saw B Juke, and I was okay. His name's going to be Bo. <laughs> yeah, uh, even better. I, I wasn't, wasn't going to check anything otherwise. So you're calling, saying he's called Bryce? That uh, that d- disturbs me a little bit. It's a shame. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, th- this one's for Duke is the what popped into my head, so I had to pick him. Oh, God, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen the G.I. Joe animated movie um, within the last year, so. So that's you know, why. Uh, that's you know, why. Harvey Neville, Harvey Neville uh, represents Republic of Ireland internationally. Does he really? Uh-huh. Well, that's interesting. Really? Huh. That is quite the slap in the face. It is. Born in Manchester. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's uh, under nineteen. Republic of Ireland International, but oh, I don't know. Sounds traitorous to me. Yes. Um, I said, oh, I said Brexit, didn't I? I did say Brexit. Mm, yes. Duncan. Um, but I think I picked Harvey Neville, but uh, oh, that's right, you did. Of course, you did. There is uh, from a sort of uh, failed TFC trialist, Joven Jones. I see on the squad there. Um, yeah. Poor oh, man's, he's still somehow uh, around. Yeah, wow. good. Poor man's Alfonso Davies, De- DeAndre Yedlin. He's uh, yeah, played a lot for them, apparently. He's, for whatever reason, well, never mind. It's alphabetical, <laughs> that's why. So why is he right at the bottom of the list? It's, it's alphabetical. <laughs> well, no, it isn't. Because, like, freaking Higuain is at the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah so why, I why think the fuck is Yedlin right at the bottom? I don't know. Because because I was I was as I was scrolling I was like oh he's right and then I was like wait a second mm, I think it's alphabetical out of all the people that have scored zero goals. Oh, I think you are correct. How it started being filtered here was just based on goals and then for a tie in goals it's alphabetical. So um, anyway yeah DeAndre Ledin he plays a lot and uh, he's, he's uh, yeah. Oh, right. There's still an Higuain there, isn't there? Right. I, I thought they had two Higuains. They did have two Higuains. One of them left mm. under angry circumstances, if I remember correctly. Oh. I feel like there was drama when uh, when Pippa left. Hmm. Either between him and the team or him and his brother. I'm, I'm, I'm not actually sure. I don't remember. Um, when, did, when did he leave? He's an assistant coach for MLS Next Pro Club into Miami too. Oh. Mm. So that's how he left. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh, predictions for this one, gentlemen. Oh, there was a good name there too. Shoot. Go for it. It's how Champagne Poppy drains his pasta in a Drake colander. Is that his name? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 
Well, I, 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 I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm having poetic license with his last name a little bit, yes. Calendar. But it's, still. Isn't his last name Calendar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's two L's. I'm pronouncing my way. Thank you very much. It's, it's a South Florida pronunciation. No, no, no. That you know what? I, I, I that's, that's, that's fine. I could totally believe that. No, I, I think it is actually Calendar. It's actually an Advent calendar where it's sort of every window. It's like sexy Drake. <laughs> And slightly less and less clothing each time. So basically, you know, Christmas Day, it's just him in a Santa hat, and that's it. Nice. Every every chocolate is one of those rum bottle chocolates. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Sneaking those as kids. That was the best. Oh. These ones have booze. Quick. No, just me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Explains never, a lot, doesn't it? I yeah. Never. Uh, <laughs> what? I didn't. Even, I wasn't allowed an alcoholic advent calendar till I was eighteen years old. <laughs> Talking about the advent calendar, anyway, it doesn't matter. Predictions for this match, please and thank you. Four, On fan appreciation night, four nil to Miami. Whoa! <laughs> Zero appreciation. Tradition. <laughs> we, we've conceded four goals. Four goals. I know. I know. I this know. is tradition. <laughs> this isn't like some kind of outrageous thing. This is just what they do. <laughs> Two one Miami. Pozuelo with a classic Julius James esque end of season dagger. Okay. Mark. 4-1 Toronto. With oh. nothing to lose, they they just relax and kick the living hell out of them. Similar, not quite. Two, no, of the, two, of those, two of those goals are scored into injury time. <laughs> After the last one, the ref blows the whistle early. It's like, no, you, this is over. Fuck it. 3-1 um, Toronto, but Miami scores first and they come back. Pause. Well, of course, gets the goal. But also misses a penalty because it's Pozuelo. Mm. That's fun. Well, all right. Well, that's the end of our 400th episode. 400 episodes, you guys. Holy shit. Yeah. That's... I could have learned piano. <laughs> could you? I could have made a piano. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you could. Oh my God, Mark! You could have made a loom. Oh my God! Oh my God! What have I done with my life? Boys. <laughs> um. I yeah. I this one sort of crept up on us. We were paying as nearly as much attention as we normally do to these these anniversaries of ours. Um, I mean, it didn't but, help. That we started with episode twenty six because I know I didn't think we'd get to fifty. Nope. And and I thought it seemed like a good gag at the time. Let's half the distance. We'll start at episode twenty six, and and we'll get we'll say we got to fifty, and we fooled a few people. They're like, oh, these guys are up to eighty episodes. Like, no, we're not. But uh, yeah, then we kept going. So uh, yeah, it says episode four twenty five. It's actually episode four hundred. And oh, I can't, I'm not going to fix it. So where, seasons where? two, season two of this podcast is right around the corner though. <laughs> yeah. We are practically like the queen at this point. So when Pretty we much. It's, in a when box. die off, oh. uh, it's, it's kind of like we've always been here, yeah. you know, like really what, what is, what is, what is it being like a Canadian soccer 
fan that listens to comedy podcasts if, if you don't have us, really. Jim and Jim. Yeah. Name- uh, I, 10 days of mourning through the entire internet when we die off. Yeah, name another yes. podcast. I mean, I know there's like at least a couple that have been around as long as us, but like try and name them. Admit like not not you don't have to tweet at us. Just like say it out loud right now. Wherever you're sitting, whatever bathroom you're in, whatever airport you're sitting in, <laughs> just blurt it out loud, no context. Okay, you have us. That's well done. But if you can't, we somehow survive. Um- but thank, thank, thank you all that that still listen, that send us messages, that interact. Um, those of you that have somehow stuck it out from the very beginning, uh, extra you. level of thanks to you. Thank you to the new people for coming along and joining in on this madness. Um, oh, and thank do you, you think, to the there, do you think there's that, actually someone who's listened to all 400? No. no. Really? I do. Really? I do. I really do. Wait. When you if you're out who, there, you, you tell you? us. I want whoever is listening. Okay. Hello, we're listeners. T- we're not going to test you. We're not gatekeeping this no, shit. No, 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 no. We just, but if you've been with us from the beginning and you've listened to all of our episodes, you know, DM us or add us or, you know, in the comments, uh, Mr. Fishhead needs some friends in the comment section. Yeah. Um, although legend. Uh, yeah, so there's great comedy in that, in this, in the, in the comments, please go join. Please go join in. It is worth it's your time. So um, good. And I wish I had the wherewithal to tweet out that he did it because it's so good. <laughs> I love the idea of a test, though. No, <laughs> I know because we have no Duncan, way of proving Duncan whether Fletcher it's right or wrong. It's like, ep- yeah, I think Tony swore in German for yeah. an episode. Sure. Like, Duncan Fletcher said this about Whitby FC in what episode? What was our first fish-based pun episode? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's been more than one. Uh, name your three favorite bitchy blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Name in all which, of the Montreal nicknames. Yes. yes, in which episode did uh, Mark Hinckley first do the, the Peter Mavamese acting voice? Oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot about the voices. In uh, which episode did we assign FC Dallas to Mark Hinckley? Oh, God. What, <laughs> there was, what episode did we rescind that? Throughout season one. <laughs> we, we rescinded it when they did when their fans did some pretty shitty shit exactly I'm glad it died right there and then i do appreciate that um yeah uh, that's actually that's a good one because i fucking had that for so long I know. <laughs> yeehaw. Yeehaw. Uh, condition we, response yeah. so good. how many scars have i threatened to make over the years <laughs> Oh, how many how many of you use fagundas as a swear word oh my god yeah how many times how many people out there would you see diego fagundas's name or hear it said do you immediately you say, shut your mouth oh, and yeah, most important most mouth. importantly how many hours have you avoided your family <laughs> Fuck, you're welcome, we man. are here for you three hours at least a week. two hours a week <laughs> depending on who's here Sorry about last week's really abbreviated episode. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, was that was weird, man. Under, <laughs> under an hour weird. twenty. Yeah, know, we was it all, even? Yeah, it was like one. Was it? I thought it was like one fifteen. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was a full. I'm glad like, we've it, returned to form this week, though. That's 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 what's important. We make longer art than Francis Ford hat. True. <laughs> that's still gonna be my favorite thing. True. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that's 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 our show. That's our 400th show. Um, 
I uh, please join us next week when we look back at, you know, hopefully a couple TFC wins, but pro- probably not. Um, we'll talk more about the uh, XN, the XNT's upcoming friendlies. Uh, we will look ahead to the end of the MLS season and start maybe making some playoff predictions and more. I've been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! <laughs> out in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. If you think we should go out on a high, you know, feel free to uh, tweet end this now to add Vocal Minority <laughs> Podcast. Hashtag end this now. <laughs> We have to keep going until Canada wins the World Cup. Exactly. So we got got time. Look at December. Um, (laughs) On on the tweet machine, at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody. One who's still with us. Bless you. And two, to those of you who support us via Patreon, we absolutely appreciate it. Uh, thank you to those who ever purchased a shirt because we still have them and they're on our Zazzle shop and Tony did, has done some excellent work historically and currently. Uh, also, uh, we're still, I'm still trying to get the YouTube thing going. If you haven't subscribed to it and you got a second or three, go find us on the YouTube's Vocal Minority Podcast and just click subscribe, please and thank you. And to those of you who are listening to us on YouTube, thank you. I hope it's working for you. There was like, 10 views for last episode, which was nice. crazy to me. Like, not that it's babe. crazy that that's you're great. listening on YouTube. That's awesome. I just never thought of that as a venue for this show. So I hope you're enjoying it. Feel just free start, to putting comment. A- start putting ASMR before the title. Oh. Oh, God. No. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Because we're always going to be here. If they're not used to it by now. Yeah. We got nothing for you. (laughs) Maybe. 400 more episodes.